1: Let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.
0: I'm Tina Horn and this is Interrobang. Interrobang is the bonus segment my wire people into that podcast every segment of Interrobang focuses on the new work of a kinky queer and or perverted artist Interobang is produced and hosted by yours truly, Tina Horn our theme music is by my brother from another mother Moot check out all of his fine works at Mark e. Deutsch. Bandcamp.com. That's M-A-R-K-E-D-E-U-T-S-C-H dot Follow at Tina Horn Sass or at Tina horn's Sass if you're nasty. On Twitter and Instagram, visit wirepeopleintothat.com support my show and get extra shit at patreon.com slash tina that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash t-i-n-a-h-o-r-n hey thanks for listening Hello, Aorta Films.
2: <laughs> Hello. Hi.
0: Um, I'm so happy to have you on my couch. Also, usually when I only have one person, I sit on the couch. But now that I'm on this yoga ball and I'm staring at the three of you, I feel a little bit more like... Um, this is like a talk show or like an interrogation. <laughs> um, but will you? Uh, will you
3: all uh, introduce yourselves uh, on the mic? Sure. Uh, I'm Max Capacity. I'm the director of Aorta Films.
4: I'm Ginny Wolf. I'm a producer and performer.
3: I'm Parts Authority. I'm also a producer
2: and a performer.
4: We're Instagram friends.
3: We are.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is this is a new this is a new thing for me where I like have people over that I that I don't know but that I'm I'm Instagram friends with. Um. So, um. Thanks for thanks for coming on the show. Also, it's November fourteenth, twenty sixteen. Yeah. So I think we all, I you know, when we scheduled this and it was like hard to coordinate, um, because we're busy queers and then. I don't think that I fully grasped the fact that the plans that I made for after November 8th would be, like, in a new world. Um, I, I don't know why I didn't anticipate that. Didn't even consider it. Yeah. You just kind of have
2: to, like, make plans, right? Yeah. I mean, so many of us didn't consider it, I guess.
0: Yeah. How are you, how are you all doing? I know we, we've, we've chatted about a little bit, but like, how are you, um, how are you taking care of yourselves? Like, what are the actions that are on your minds before we even get into, are you going to heal the world with porn? Ooh,
2: that's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, w- I was saying earlier, um, my step one in my plan is to just try to, um, uh, support small businesses owned by women and people of color and not white men so that's the first step I've been taking and that's felt like something and then the rest is just gathering lists and articles and trying to figure out um, my other next steps and it's going to involve a really big email to my white liberal family that means well Mm. and can do better they need a lot of emails (laughs) Um,
4: I I let a a white male cyclist pull me up the Manhattan bridge today so that's that was something that i did. He really wanted to pass me. So i said, "Okay, you know. You can you can, you can go ahead and pull me up the bridge. I'll, I'll draft. And you you owe me that much." No, um That's seriously though. No. Like, yeah. like
2: he literally towed you?
4: Yeah, you, you can do that. Okay. You just if you get close enough to someone. Anyway. It was a,
2: it was a move. It was a choice
4: um, on his part, not oh, mine. Uh, no, seriously though. No, I uh I I really liked uh, parts had a list that that they that they sent us, in including that that one action item that I really appreciated. Um, and I had been uh, going to Books Through Bars, which mm. is an awesome organization. It's very uh, operated out of a bookshop that's really close to here, actually. And I want to start going back to uh, back to that. And Max and I cooked a lot of food on on her suggestion last week
3: yeah Yeah. will
0: you please regale us with the food that you were just describing
3: (laughs) uh we made vegan chili and non-vegan chicken and mac and cheese and french onion soup and fritters and yeah i mean my i'm like a caretaker type personality so my go-to when uh any sort of bad thing or trauma or political crisis happens is like, come here, let me feed you, let me touch you, like, sit here, we will have feelings and talk about it and be together. Um, and yeah, in addition to figuring out how to do uh, more kind of large scale political actions and how to protest and how to get money to folks who need it and doing that sort of um, researching and also listening to, to what's being um, identified as needs by people of color and Queer people and trans people, um, I feel like uh, yeah, a lot of the work that or the the thinking that I'm doing right now is about how to kind of uh, use intimacy um, as a way to kind of come together as a community and uh, figure out how to support each other through this.
0: I love that. Um, so, I w- so you all are filmmakers. We are. Um, Will you tell me and us a little bit about the superhero origin story of Aorta Films? I'm going to pass the mic.
3: Parts, do you want to start? It's kind of your story.
2: It's my story. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I, I got this. I got this. <laughs> Pardon me. So... um It was the winter of 2012. Good story. (laughs) And um, was it dark? Was it stormy? Yeah, uh, it totally was. So uh, Valentine's Day was coming up. None of us had a sweetie. And um, I don't even remember what the inspiration was, but I was like, y'all, let's do a nude photo shoot. We're in our prime. We're beautiful. We're amazing. And we're comfortable with each other and we should probably just take our clothes off and take photographs. Um, and so that was the first.
3: Okay, how I remember it. <laughs> how I remember it was that parts you were like, I really want a record of my body right now, just like a low key, you know, like, like maybe on Valentine's Day, we could do it. You guys could take just like a picture of my body. We could, I could take a picture of yours. It'll be really low key. And then the rest of us were like, sexy Valentine's <laughs> Day photo shoot.
4: <laughs> um, one of my favorite parts was when another friend of ours who is is not part of aorta got locked in a pair of handcuffs. So that's, that's where the photo shoot went. <laughs> Um, But she got locked in a pair of handcuffs and then she had to go to work at her very straight job the next day. And there was a lot of panic about that.
3: So we learned how to pick a lock. We took some photos of each other. um, And that was kind of the first time that we were all naked and sexy together in a very not actually sexy together way. Mm -hmm. Or not actually like sexually... uh, Mm -hmm connective but like sexually supportive
2: yeah and it's become this like extremely important tradition where like valentine's day is now like my favorite holiday and the most important holiday that i celebrate with the people that i love um and yeah has kind of like created so much energy and like intimacy and support for the three of us to like yeah support each other's expressions of sexuality and you know whatever that might be on a certain year Um, and, and that kind of, yeah, like set me up to be ready to do porn when, uh, when Max offered.
3: Yeah. So in our, um, in our non-pornographer lives, um, Parts and I run a performance company together called the AO Movement Collective. Um, and we've been doing that for, this is actually our 10-year anniversary. Um, so so that's kind of the first way that we worked together and uh, made performance work together. Um, and, and my work has always been sexual and interested in bodies and interested in kind of how bodies can reveal things or tell things or express things, um, through dance and through performance and through talking and through being bodies, um, artistically as a medium, um, and, and, the last project we did, um, which started in 2012 and ran through twenty fifteen, um, was a big project called the Etley Universe. And it was a big kind of sci-fi multimedia um queer feminist cyborg time travel thing. Um, and the idea was that we were going to make over three years, make 10 works and each was going to be based in a different media. Um, so we ended up making a performance, but also a graphic novel and costumes and 3D printed objects and uh, a multiplayer interactive game and porn. Um, and so we made uh, our first porn as Aorta films in uh, the spring of twenty. 20- 14, 2015, Mm -hmm. spring of 2015. Um, And kind of just with this idea of what would it mean to make porn? Like as art makers, as people who usually make dance, what would it mean to make porn? Um, And so we filmed uh, what what ended up becoming the O-Files, which was our first feature. Um, And we had such a good time and there was such a good response and we feel like it, We learned so much and, uh, it kind of presented so many new questions and opportunities and, and facets to kind of dig our hands into, um, that we wanted to keep going, um, we were excited to get to kind of through that process, meet up with Stoya who offered to distribute uh, the O-Files through Trench Codex, um, which was just like a dream come true for, for us. Um, And so because of that, we became an LLC and kind of decided that we were going to do this porn thing in a more kind of full-time capacity. Um, And we've been making kind of from that point onwards. I was looking around in your website today um, and
0: so you have this thing called fuck labs. Is that like, well, tell what is fuck labs? Am I allowed? Cause it has like an asterisk, but like, can I say that? <laughs> is, it, is that what it's yes. actually called yeah. is fuck labs? Okay. You don't have some <laughs> don't sort of stylized that. way to say it out loud. Okay. That's what it is.
3: Um, what is it? So Fuck Lab is a new program that we are launching. We actually just kind of have sent out emails to the, the folks involved and are figuring out uh the the super fun logistics of when our first meeting is gonna be and when that can happen. Um but basically fucklab is kind of our next big project as Aorta Films and we're uh, I'm, you know, so my background is in creating experimental performance and, and kind of more dancey type things. Um, and as a pornographer, I'm interested in kind of bringing that sort of practice into a porn context. So for me, the question of what would it mean, um, to create like a rehearsal process an embodied rehearsal process that is experimental and that's focused on kind of innovating within that field. Um, what would it mean to develop that as a group? So we're going to have nine people in the group, uh, the three of us, Um, and then a handful of other additional folks who are adult performers who are interested in kind of being in a room together twice a month and doing something that's somewhere between a play party and a rehearsal and a porn shoot and a research group where we're kind of just digging into this question together of of how do we rehearse for porn? Because usually you have a shoot and everyone kind of shows up and talks through it and kind of figures out what the scene is going to be and then they do it. Um, but what would it mean if we could have a group of people that are going to meet together and kind of develop this sort of intimacy process um, together?
2: That's what I'm really excited about because that's one of the things that I love most about the work I do as a, as a performer and a dancer is like you have this rehearsal process where it's like, it's, it's continuous. It's a schedule. You really get to know someone and trust them with your body, like trust them with your weight, trust them with, you know, uh, yeah, different, different things. And that, uh, including that in an explicit practice, I feel like is going to be really eye opening and different. And, uh, I'm really excited about the chance to get to know, six other people in, in this like really intense way that I share with other performers already, but in, uh, in a porn context. Uh,
4: the rehearsal process is really new for me and because I'm not, uh, part of the AO movement collective and I haven't done the, the dance rehearsal process in the past. And, uh, so Max keeps asking me what I think
2: a rehearsal process looks <laughs> like
4: that's telling me
2: to to explain exactly what I think happens is it like when you ask me how the internet works Uh I think
4: it's very similar yeah um but I I think I also asked Max so many times when she first came up with this concept and and came up with this name what are you talking about and tried so hard to understand you know exactly what it was going to look like and I think especially at first you know, it wasn't perfectly clear. It was slowly kind of solidifying.
3: Well, and I think it's still actually completely unclear. And and, and the other performers i talked with who are doing the group, I think have the similar question of like, okay, you know, we're on, we're on board. Like what's actually going to happen when we get in this room together. Um, and, and for me, I feel like that's the really exciting thing is that is the not knowing and kind of committing to diving in anyways. Um, the I mean, you know, I, I have some thoughts about where it's going and some, some scores or exercises or, like, questions to start with. Um, but I think being in a process like that where you are, you know, you're potentially fucking, you're potentially <clears throat> building explicit content, you're potentially engaging in kink practices that do involve risk and that do involve, you know, the potential for things to go wrong, um, that engaging in that process I think necessitates uh, this, like, really intense and really nuanced micro level of caretaking, Mm -hmm. which like as a queer femme that feels very central to my femme identity is this this like practice of how do we actually get in a room and be really careful and really loving and really respectful with each other to the extent that, that this like Arc of possibilities about what we can actually do and the risks we can actually take opens up in a way that we're getting these performances and we're able to kind of uh, develop as performers in a way that feels like really unleashed because we have that safety and we have that that care built around us. Um, mm. So it feels like terrifying and exciting, and you know, I'm, I'm like trusting in the process, and then also being like okay, we have to figure out what's actually going to go on in this room. I really like what you said about
0: um, exploring the place where you are practicing so much care, but also letting go. Um, Because I feel like the idea that those things are mutually exclusive or people not knowing how to navigate through the space of simultaneous care and like loss of inhibition is uh, so at the root of so much of the issues of consent and frankly, rape culture in our society. So I love the idea of art exploring that. Maybe you will fix it, solve it. (laughs) That's ambitious.
4: (laughs) Very ambitious.
0: Or at least like get at something.
3: Yeah, but it is I mean I think it I think it's ambitious to think that we're going to solve anything. Um, but also we like being ambitious. And and I think, you know, in I was talking with parts about this earlier like in past years when there's been some sort of tragedy or political crisis kind of right around when we're starting a new project or having to kind of when we're right in kind of a fundraising push for a project, it's felt really really hard with kind of dance and coming from the dance world to justify you know, okay, this is something that you should be putting money towards. Um, and I think that this project with Aorta Films, and, and we can talk more kind of about what the full project is, but it'll be the AO Movement Collective and Aorta Films working together to make both a film and a live performance. Um, it does actually feel like we are addressing things that have the potential to kind of work at some key changes and... and uh at kind of a very basic level, engage in a process that is kind of celebrating the joy and celebrating the um, the like illicit humanity is the, is a phrase I've been throwing around of uh, of queers of people of color of kind of all sorts of different uh, marginalized identities who you know I think especially kind of right like within this looming Trump presidency um, there's going to be such a focus on kind of claiming rights and claiming tolerance and claiming um space for people to just exist and and part of this work feels exciting because it's in in my mind it's actually not fighting for any of those things it's saying it's pushing so far past that mm-hmm. and it's saying like not only do these people have kind of a basic right to not get bashed when they walk down the street or not get um not live in fear that they're going to be deported like these people have a tremendous right to joy, to mm. orgasm, to mm. love, to lust, to like to all these things that are connection and
0: connection. With and connection
3: yeah. And, and to be seen how they want to be seen to be to kind of like explode with that much life and vibrancy. Um, And I think that does feel really important. And it felt important before the Trump pres- presidency. But it feels especially exciting and important to get to like dive into that process right now. <sighs>
0: That's, that's awesome.
1: (laughs) Um,
0: I feel great about that for the people who are listening, who have not seen any aorta films. I would like to talk specifically about what this, I mean, I'm like a very like abstract high concept, um, inclined human. Um, but like, let's talk about specifics, right? So, um, I've seen some of your movies. They are Uh, for the most part like very high concept um so there's like there's milk and there's ipads (laughs) and and, you know and there's like double fisting but with um what is the material the the Mylar. mylar the like mylar silvered reflective material and the the panes of glass that separate us and everything like that so can you talk a little bit about like the process of like uh, like some of these scenes that you've put out and, and what it was like to... This is a very, like, broad question about the work that you've been doing, but, like, uh, what has it been like to come up with those concepts like what has what the execution look like? What do you think has been most successful? What has the response been?
3: For the O-Files we were working kind of within, specifically within this sci-fi narrative. Um, so there were certain images like you know, the milk being this kind of cyborg fluid that, mm-hmm. that was used in kind of the transition process um, for queers to become cyborgs. Um, or the so mylar.
0: I have, I have I, here in my notes I have why milk? <laughs> it's a That's white viscous substance <laughs> yeah.
3: that
2: conducts like energy for these cyborgs to like fully become cyborgs. And that was part of the narrative. And uh, it's also just a substance that Max
3: has been a little obsessed with. I'm really into milk. Have you
1: guys watched
0: Westworld?
3: Oh. Yes. Oh okay. God. Wait. Can can we fangirl for a second and talk about how much we talk about your articles about oh. Westworld? Because <laughs> they're really great, and I've, I've used the
4: definitely read them,
3: and I've used the phrase cyborg rapeability like so on kind of times. constant, constant replay since you've written it. Yeah. Um, oh my god. Love Westworld.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We, oh. Maybe we we'll, um, Last <laughs> night we got... Oh, I'm man. fanning myself. We were <laughs> in it. it. We were yes. in oh, it last well, night. We, we should maybe <laughs> actually have
4: uh, we can, watching
3: parties. Yeah. We <laughs> oh, probably <yes>. should. <laughs> I, okay. It's always going
4: to be down. There. <laughs> like, oh
0: my god, the femdom corporate bitch. She's so good. Like, the, I, was, I was like... I, <laughs> I was like, I'm going to watch this over and over. it was yeah it's like music to my ears like a woman who could really nail that anyway yeah (laughs) we'll We'll
4: get there we'll table that but the milk the milk
0: is there yeah we did it first about like cyborg
3: etley did it first Uh, Uh uh-huh um i mean alien did it first and i have to actually give credit where credit like bishop yeah um but, you know, but, okay, but Westworld is actually, like, not a bad example, I think, of the type of aesthetic that Aorta Films is is maybe interested in, which is, like, I think we're interested in making kind of, like, dirty, pervy, kinky queer porn with this kind of HD, super luxe, mm. super kind of, like, visually uh, opulent aesthetic. Um, yeah, and, and when I watch something like Westworld, it's like, okay, like, when am I going to, you know when when is it our turn for that like works we're, we're going to be ready um so like for for the o files we had the milk we had the mylar we had kind of these these um you know like you're saying kind of high concept ideas of you know within the story of the atley universe okay orgasms and kind of like intense kind of sexual moments drop these um like pinpoints in time and those end up being the pinpoints that you can time travel back to and so orgasms kind of cause these split realities. And so that's where the Mylar came in. Um, But with all of it, it was kind of this idea of, okay, we have all these ideas, we have all these images. What would it mean to just kind of make porn with all of those as sort of a palette to pull from? Um, And so much of that process also, you know, we, we really like had not made porn before that. Um, So, so much of that film was us just kind of trying things and having this freedom of, we're going to see what happens and we're going to see what's usable and, and maybe it will be and maybe it won't be. Um, and, and so now it actually, it feels pretty cool to be kind of at the, you know, we've, I've been making performance work for 10 years and I look back at the stuff that I made like the first or second year of me making performance work and it was awful because I was a baby, but to be kind of in that place with a new medium now, knowing what we know and having certain skill sets feels actually really, freeing and and really kind of full of possibility because we can, do literally anything, um, and there's so much of a there's so much space kind of within porn of what kinks we want to investigate, what sort of um, aesthetic backdrops do we want it to be narrative? Do we want it to be totally non-narrative? There, there's so many possibilities, and I feel like we haven't hit a point yet where um, I was just talking about this uh, with a collaborator a few days ago. Actually, we haven't hit a point where we have enough of a following where it's dictating what we need to produce. Um, and and I think that actually feels really important to us and is something we've talked about as a group that we don't want to be beholden to, um, to an industry or to kind of uh, commercial expectations of what we're going to produce. We want to make a name for ourselves as kind of exploring and being experimental and not knowing what sort of thing you're going to get next. Um, so it actually feels like there's a lot of possibility in front of us in terms of what we're going to dive into um, next now that we've... You know, finished the Atlee universe and, and kind of stepped a little bit farther outside of sci fi.
2: I could say one more thing about the the, the milk scene, uh, which is that, yeah, I think like coming from s- somewhat of a, a visual background of like we've been doing these photographs for four years at that point and having like some idea of like what is interesting to to photograph and, and to see bodies doing, um, that that like I think played. a a small role in, in like creating those scenes. Um, and then also like as a performer, I just love so much that like, that was the last scene that we shot. It was 1130 at night. I wasn't actually scheduled to do it, but I stepped in for a different performer and it was like, it was amazing, but it was like one of the grossest things I've done. And, um, it was like the first (laughs) moment, the, the first moment was delicious. And then it just, what was not, and I won't get into the gory details, but it was just not. And then when I watched the film, we've had a few screenings, and when when we watched the film, like you know, watching myself fucking is is cool and a little embarrassing, and like totally nice to like share with a room of people. But then when I watched that milk scene, like that's the one scene that turns me on because I'm like, this is just so fucking gorgeous and sensual and there's like this liquid like <laughs> yeah. and, and like yeah and, like <laughs> it's the only, and it like really Absolutely does it for me like you. i'm so glad we did that despite how gross and painful it
4: was and it was by far for me the the grossest and most difficult i think that it was in some ways because it was so new surprising how easy it was to you know fuck in front of max to fuck in front of the filmmaker. And, you know, have, like, take direction from folks and, and you know, be making these things and making these scenes. And then the milk. And it was the last one. And it was so repulsive. <laughs> um, but it, it does. It, like, it is just the best cum shot I've ever seen.
3: I also think, you know, as as the director... I think a lot of my interest with porn is the same as it is with, with making performance, which is that I am kind of obsessed with working with really interesting people and then working with them long enough and deep enough that I can pull something out of them that they can't get to on their own and and developing a, a trust and a compassion and a communication where we can really get into it and they will really go places, you know, for me and with me and we can go there together. and And so i think that allows for things like that milk scene and and hopefully kind of more and and bigger and better going on um but but where there is a trust both on their end, that they'll kind of trust me that it's going to make a hot scene, even if it's disgusting in the moment, and a trust on my end that, that like we have good consent policies in place, that we've talked through contingencies, that everyone feels really, really secure in knowing that they at any moment can call stop and that we will shut it down right then. So that we can't, there is kind of a mutual pushing back and forth in the making of it that allows us to kind of really take it as far as it can go.
4: I love it, and I, I think in some ways it, it terrifies me, and, and I think that I also love that, you know, and, and I do really like the fact that that all of that is in place and all of that is there, and, and the trust really is there. Um, it wouldn't be possible without it. My
1: mind, the
4: things I'm
1: dreaming of from my station A vacation, no
0: up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Most sex work is defined by the desires or interests of mostly the patriarchy. Um, And... uh, which to be clear is something that I'm all about. I'm all about speaking of milk. I'm all about milking the patriarchy and I'm all about like performing what people want to see to like make, to do work and to make ends meet. Um, And that there's, and that there's a lot of room for subversion within that. There's a lot of room for Trojan horsing within that. Um, And it sounds like, the, the the project of A-O-R- of agorof films is more focused on art experimental art and production within the queer community rather than producing some sort of pornographic material for um I mean, you have a, you have a Patreon, uh, which I pledged to today. Um, Thank <laughs> and you. you're welcome. Um, and it's my pleasure. And, uh, um, and you know, and you had, you're on trench coat and you're on pink and white. Right. So, you know, you are creating commercial products, right. But, um, Absolutely. but you are, um, you're, well, I, I I guess like I'm curious about your like your com- commercial motivations like how and all, and also like how you see yourself like within that realm of of sex work and you know do you believe that you can like reach like queer consumers who have like a different aesthetic and different desires than what people traditionally think of as Porn consumer is like, can you can you speak to that super broad question? <laughs> I, I feel like
3: you're up to. for it. I wouldn't have asked it if I didn't think <laughs> that you were. We can all try up to, it, it. we'll see. Yeah. Um, so I think I think maybe contextually it's important to say that we're coming from the dance world, mm-hmm. which is perhaps the one economy uh that is like more failing than queer porn, or like more <laughs> more impoverished than than queer porn in terms of like marginal art economies um, right like I, I think if we had been coming from Mainstream porn, or from being a tech startup, or from being sort of part of any economy that was functional in any way, Um, (laughs) I I think we, (laughs) and I say that like with love (laughs) and with rage, uh, you know, I think we would we would maybe be coming at this from a really different angle, but coming at it from the dance world where literally all you do is lose money. You like, you never make money on a product. There aren't there, you know, dance is ephemeral. It doesn't last. There aren't products. You can't make money on it. You rehearse for three years to have a show for two weeks and you end up massively in debt. Um, That doing something where, you know, we, we basically did what we wanted to do and ended up with a product that could sell, that could tour around the world to film festivals. And that unexpectedly was making us, you know, not, certainly not a ton of money, but a few hundred dollars a month, um, or like a hundred dollars here and there every time we did a flash sale. Um, and, and so I think that's felt exciting to us in terms of, um, the unexpectedness of that kind of influx of cash and, um, that it's like this sliver of, kind of porous flexible hope that like, oh, this this makes us money in some ways. This could make us money in some ways. And we're not coming from a place where we're expecting it to immediately be profitable. Um, we we kind of just set up a goal that over the next three years, we're hoping to get aorta to a place where it is profitable. Um so that gives us some time. It gives us some time to build things. It gives us some time to really be experimental with the business of how we run in addition to the work itself. Um so that's kind of where we're coming from.
2: And also I think coming from a, a place of like, of privilege in that, like this was a, a, a an artistic endeavor we chose to partake in and not sex work out of necessity. And like that we just have kind of created the situation for ourselves where we get to make all the rules and, you know, and, 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 or, or have no rules or, you know, um, and that, uh, yeah, kind of. Yeah, having a low stakes financial plan has allowed us to have some freedom, um, and allowed it to be kind of about the performers and like and like who, the people in the room, what they're interested in, as opposed to trying to fantasize about what someone else might be interested in. Though I do have like a, a very broad sexual theory that like there's someone into everything, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, so like make it and someone will find it, and that that part has been. Nice, and that, I think, where the little bit of money has been coming in is, like, yeah, you know, people in Sweden dig it. Germany, <laughs> Germany.
1: German
2: <laughs> <laughs> men. Yeah, I think that that
4: having not a single one of us kind of financially dependent on the endeavor has absolutely allowed us a little bit more flexibility, and that absolutely is coming, coming from a certain place of privilege, and I think, you know, all of us have other work that we do, um, you know, and I, I think for me, this is, there's so much more passion that goes into this and I care about it on a level that I, that I don't <laughs> about my current work, um, my, my current day job. And I think that it, it feels really important to me. Um, but it, it feels important to me on multiple levels and the money that comes in is, not not necessity but certainly does help to to sort of push things in in the direction of being able to make more of this and i think that you know that's what i would rather be
3: doing <laughs> so go ahead Max. <laughs> sorry i do not mean to cut you off i i also feel like it this is maybe something that we haven't said in an interview or publicly before. And so I only want to speak for myself. I don't want to speak for you guys, but I I do feel like, um, maybe something we've been trying to figure out where we stand on or rotate around is like, I feel like unequivocally proud to even be considered a sex worker. Like, I think that in, in given the fact that we are doing this from a place of privilege and we are doing this in a context that is not survival sex work, I think we have kind of, you know, and, and that we're new at it, that we're very new at it. Um, it feels like, I think we've had some questions about, can we call ourselves sex workers? Is this sex work? How does that, you know, kind of like relate to our sense of selves? How does it relate to the work we're doing? Um, what other conversations happen kind of once we incorporate that term into, into how we talk about our work? Um, but, I think, for me, it feels like, yeah, any hesitation around that or carefulness around how we're talking about sex work and how it relates to our work is um like I just want to be clear that that's from a place of like I don't even know if I'm cool enough or deserving enough or doing enough work to be a part of that club and not from a place of feeling like, oh, like that's not a label that I would you know put on it like I think it um, I think it's just important to us that we be articulate about what we're doing and where we come from and how that intersects with a million other things um, but it feels like like every I don't know I was like listening to some of your podcasts this morning and and doing a little you know reading back through some of our statements and manifestos and just like wanting to be able to be articulate about our work and it um, it feels like so exciting to be getting to do this work. It feels like unequivocally like the the best possible place I could be and the happiest I could be right now um, I, I think we've all had kind of different, conversations with our families um about what it means that we're doing this and and their concerns um and those have been kind of hard in different ways and unexpected in different ways but I think something that that I think all of our parents brought up was kind of this concern of well you know is it are you being coerced into it is it Mm -hmm. you know is it in some way compromising who you are um and and I think actually being able to kind of have that conversation um you know whether or not it was entirely successful in landing but being able to kind of try and express like no this is actually the way that we're realizing our best selves and being the healthiest we've ever been and being the the freest we've ever been feels important i feel very
4: similarly and i've i've certainly hesitated to um take on the the sex worker label for very similar reasons and i stripped briefly and and i've done this and and Never at any point have I felt like I get to do that or or completely deserve that, but i've had um uh, other people say that, and you know more more and more i am starting to just sort of own it and mm. and feel comfortable with that you know the the further we get into it, the more comfortable it
2: feels like an honor i
4: do I do feel, and it does feel like an honor to me absolutely. Do you expect
0: people to masturbate to your movies? It would be
2: nice. (laughs) I figure some people are if they're, you know, if they're paying for it. But also like I pay for porn and then like I hang out with my partner and we make a cocktail and we watch it and like, and then later we get into it. So there's all different ways to watch porn. So, you know, I would, I would be, I would be, you know, excited if someone does. I also like, I don't care too much. That's, you know, it's great if they do, great if they don't.
3: Yeah, however you want to watch it, I guess, ultimately, is is what I'm into. Yeah, when I talked with my dad about making porn, he was like, I get that it's political and artistic, and, you know, I just think that, that there are probably a lot of people out there who are, you know, not viewing it in that way. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, i you know. no. like,
0: yeah, those are the ones that are paying, Dad! <laughs>
3: And it was really sweet, you know. But but I think yeah, I think there are a lot of different ways to get off to porn. Um, mm-hmm. What was the phrase that your other interview used? That it's the um, porn is the the vibrator for the mind. Oh yeah, something? No,
0: uh, Maggie uh, Maggie Mayhem uh, is. the I don't know if she coined it, but that's the person that I that I always credit that I heard that from first, and it's true.
3: Yeah, and I love that idea that it that it's it's maybe just kind of a flicker of something that. Uh, you know that you will use for later that will come up in a different way. I mean I think um the porn and performance kind of are very similar for me in that way, where the the reason they're powerful and the reason they're interesting is they kind of spark this mm. physical impulse and you get hard or get wet or like feel uncomfortable kind of before you are able to rationalize you know, oh, that's milk and milk doesn't usually turn me on or, oh, like I'm seeing this sort of thing that actually politically feels really gross to me, but sexually like I'm responding to it. Um, and and then you kind of go through this state of having to rectify those things with each other. Um, and I think that sort of like unraveling or unknowing of yourself and, and being that it is a physical process that is happening in your body is like a really productive, rich moment. Um, and so whether that feels like an intellectual process that's happening or just a confusion or a sort of, like, discomfort that also feels hot. Like, like whatever that thing is, I think that feels sexy to me. And so whether or not you're, like, jerking off when you watch it or, like, thinking about it um you know or if you watch it and you're like this is not porn this is art fuck art like like that's also totally (laughs) fine too you know like like I don't think there's a correct way to watch it and I don't think we feel prescriptive about trying to elicit a certain response from people
4: yeah I mean I think the reality is is it's not necessarily the porn that I choose to watch to jerk off to it's porn that I would watch to enjoy absolutely and I think that I do get turned on by it when I watch it and kind of like, you know, what Parts was saying about watching the milk scene and being like, I'm actually really into this. It's like, oh man, like I'm actually really into this. And I will, because I'm a horrific narcissist, get super into watching myself have sex and, and watching myself get tied up and um, in a really odd way, but I think that's fine. <laughs> it's, not uh, it's not odd. It's not odd, it's not odd. But I think, you know, the 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 porn that that i consume to jerk off to is is in my mind something that's a little bit separated and so like quick and dirty
3: <laughs> and we all have really different kind of interests in the porn that we watch and come and have really different backgrounds in terms of like when we started watching porn and why we started watching porn and and how that plays out in our daily so life. It's so
0: funny that you mentioned that because one of my questions was what kind of porn do you all like to
2: watch? So when we were considering joining Patreon, we uh took a look at Four Chambers. Um and so that that's that is like the kind of like make a cocktail, hang out with my boo, watch it and then get to something later. Um it's beautiful. But then if if it's quick and dirty, often um like two bros. <laughs> we were we were
4: talking about this at, at my day job, my straight job the other day and um and Two bros was, was one option that was offered. Um, and I said hentai tentacle porn um, recently, you know, is, is what I've
3: been watching a lot of. Yeah, Jenny showed me live-action tentacle porn, which I had never seen until, like, yesterday. Ooh. And it's fascinating. It's great. It's so fat Like, I Let's just...
0: T- what? Tell me more. Tell me everything. Live action because
4: live action is very different from animated. Ooh, really- very. I I I enjoy both. Um. But but the live action, I've been watching like one particular thing over and over again.
3: The one that you showed me. The one that I showed you. Yeah. Interesting. Please yeah.
4: Describe. I mean, it's it's like three women maybe inside of an alien i'm sort of unclear They're it's inside of an alien. i don't I, know i thought maybe Where the story was
3: that they had created a room to look like al- like the alien to
4: make the alien more comfortable to make the alien more comfortable it's just it's just <laughs> it's just three women like making out and rubbing their tits together
3: and then having orgasms but or the but the tentacles maybe. is what was interesting to me <laughs> Can
0: I ask, are, is there, is there it, like are the tentacles that are involved do they belong to like a living non-human creature? No, they.
4: Oh, they're. It, I think it's it. It's not a living creature. No. Oh, they're de- so
2: it's like
3: dead. Wait, no, it's not dead. We it's, interpreted this differently.
2: I. How is it not living and not dead at the same time? I, it's. <laughs> it's both. It's a. Physics,
4: no, it's not a. It's not a organic, it's not organic matter. It's
3: a, it's a sex toy. It's
4: a okay. very elaborate sex toy. No, no, no. Like, in in
3: despite, the reality, despite, but in the narrative of the film, it is like an alien or a tentacled wait, monster. Can
4: we talk, look, I, Are <laughs> we talking about the reality
3: or the narrative
4: of the <laughs> film? <laughs>
3: Tentacle porn is really deep, you guys. Wait, wait,
0: wait. wait. <laughs> <laughs> Here's my <laughs> Here's the thing, you've got something animated, right? You can animate anything, right? You you don't you, like oh, wow. the No, no, no. Tentacles were harmed in the making of this film, right? <laughs> it's so, not, it's so, not so like there an no octopus. aliens were okay. So listen, th- like there's bestiality beastia- porn exists. Sure, it's unethical. This is not that. Uh, uh, and not also, that. like you know, there, when you think bestiality, I don't know about you. I think of like you know like 2001 being in the dorms and like early torrent sites and like, you know, horse sticks and all of, all of that stuff, you know? Um, so, but, you but were, then, but you then, were in
4: the dorms, I was in the dorms for, for the horse sticks. <laughs>
0: yeah. I And, and I was 13. <laughs> I,
4: was, I was much younger.
0: <laughs> I was much younger. Um, so <laughs> setting that aside. Um, so, um, and then there's porn of where there are where they like will throw. I've seen it with my own eyes, like where they will throw like a living, you know, like a, like squid or octopus, like in a tub with a lady, um, right. and you know, which right. I also would consider unethical. And then sometimes the animal is dead, and that's like
4: also probably questionable ethics. There. Yes, I agree. Little, yeah.
0: So, but 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 you're but you're talking about like special effects very right, special that's effects correct. it's
4: like jurassic park okay it is yeah, like
0: okay so but very uh, much and we can f- i would love to talk about like the fit fa- like the narrative and the fantasy because that, <laughs> that is totally different but just like in terms of the ethics yes, of the production yes, the like, ethics of
4: the production it, it's it's not an animal it's not a living or dead animal it's like jurassic park it's like all
0: i can imagine though is like <laughs> super cheap production values and and just like um like I mean, styrofoam
3: Tentacles. You know? They look like they were made out of paper mache. Okay. Maybe like with some coating. The, you know, you have something. to dis-
2: suspend your disbelief
3: a little
0: bit. <laughs> How camp? Y'all. What was the camp? the uh, meter. Okay. You know. okay. Okay. But anyway, so. Sincere. Well, I mean, it was still campy. So there's, so there's ladies. So, the so there's ladies. Yeah. Sincerity. Well, we can talk about. <laughs> I think it was sincere
4: some, and also v campy.
0: So. so there's three ladies. And they're, like, getting it on. And there's and also, also tentacles. The, How more, are the tentacles involved?
4: They're getting it on with the tentacles more than they're getting it on with each other. They, they are, you know, like... So are they fucking each other with the tentacles? No, the tentacles are fucking them. The, te- the tentacles belong... <gasps> Who is operating the tentacles? This we don't, is the question. We don't it's an alien. This is narrative. why I think it
3: has cognizance and is alive in it, the narrative. It, so in the, the narrative, set, so yes. The but it? it's not... An actual being, like, so, animal. So they're being
0: fucked by the environment that they're in.
3: Correct. Yes,
2: that's a great way to put it. <laughs> and, and that's what Jenny really gets into.
4: <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. There's there's nothing like being fucked by the environment so they're that you're puppets.
0: in. They're puppets. They are puppets. Yeah. So they're being fucked by tentacle puppets. They're being
4: fucked by tentacle puppets. It's yes. like
0: Little Shop of Horrors. Yes. Horror. I wouldn't it's like know Little Shop of
4: about horrors. that. I
3: don't don't watch musicals Get out (laughs) Tentacle pour fine Musicals no get out Okay Can we make another drink (laughs) Yeah maybe this is a good
2: (laughs) (laughs) Pausing point (laughs) My love has some fun Every
1: night